0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Well,
2: we know Jordan Poole and Draymond mockery are going to play against each other for the first time all season. Is there anything to that one, Warrior Fans? 888-957-9570. There's so much to love about Steph. But well, what about Steph's greatness? Is the most enjoyable to watch? I give you a few options here, roasters. Is it the three-point shooting? Is it the ball handling? The nice dives? The on-court joy? Or is it his off-court personality? I mean,
1: can I throw another one in there for me? The rings, the rings, championships.
2: Is that what you appreciate most about Steph? No,
1: the, the, the not, hum- not, not
2: you, but people out there.
1: The humble nature is number one for me. How humble he is and how big he is. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't get bigger than Steph Curry. They don't. In any sport, ever. They don't get... I mean, he's at the top. For what he's accomplished, how he's changed the game with his shooting. He's the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA. He's revolutionized how the game is played. It's three-pointers now. And it's not even close to the line. Everybody's stepping back. Damon Lillard. Everybody. Everybody. He's changed the game. But... Being the rock star that he is, with with all the money he's made and all the endorsements and all the championships and all the fame, he's still the same guy, or appears to be. That's what I like about him. And he's having fun playing the game. Yeah. So, What's your favorite part? <sighs> what endears you to Steph Curry, or maybe even people you look up to in sports? Like, what what are qualities that you gravitate to? Oh, it's his it's his shot
2: making. <clears throat> I, also, I think being the ultimate teammate. You never hear about Steph throwing somebody under the bus. Picks up all his
1: teammates. When he threw his mouthpiece last year because right. he was frustrated at Jordan Poole, that's the only time I've ever right. seen him do anything that kind of shows a teammate up right. ever. That that's was, how frustrated he that, was. That was,
2: the, that was the one time. One time. 14 years into 15 years. It into wasn't his even that bad either, but it was It was just like, yeah, whoa. a game for it. But, whoa. But I mean, he's a humble superstar, and he's a genuine dude. And that endears me to him. So when you see him out there cooking dudes and you hear all the rhetoric about he's not clutch and he's got to do this, he's got to do that, oh, he hasn't proven anything, he's got a two-point guard, blah, 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 blah. It just goes out there and just destroys teams. Like Game 4 Boston, you see that look in his eye? You see him yell at the Boston crowd saying, I'm here at their explosive first quarter and then he drops 43 on them in the most pivotal game of that season and tells them after Game 3 actually <laughs> – I hope you guys enjoy your last victory of the season. It's everything. I can't. I can't narrow it down to one thing, FP. I really can't because the three point shooting it just leaves you. You're like, what the heck is going on? But now you see him driving to the rack, finger rolls off the rim, off the backboard. I mean, everything about his package. He's got the entire bag. He's gotten stronger. His handles are better. I love everything about him, man. I love every single thing about him. I just again, t- eight years ago, that shot happened. And he's still playing. Maybe he's not playing at that level where he made 402 threes. But, damn, he's pretty close. He's right on par with that season. When you look at the numbers and you look at the percentages, I mean, he's playing that well. So, I don't know, man. It's everything for me.
1: It's everything. Total I, can't package. It down. I can't narrow it down to one thing with Steph. Monte, who was your guy growing up? Who, who, what superstars did you gravitate towards, or, or cool. who were you a fan of in any sport? Like, who was your guy? Like, wh- and, and what were the qualities you liked about him? Love Bonds, love Griffey. So you, you you like a little swagger? I love swagger. You like drip oh, confidence?
2: Oh, oh, I love big Deion Sanders. Love confidence. Love swagger. Love a guy talking, but also love the Joe Cools of the world. The guys with the quiet demeanor just Joe, went out there and got it done. Joe Montana. Yes, Joe Cool. You know, I was a big Steve Young fan. Um I love Matt Williams. I love Matt Williams. Why? Just never got talked about. like everybody had their guy right. Everybody's like, Will Clark or you know, Kevin Mitchell, and then Kevin Mitchell moves on, and Will Clark, and then he moves on, then it's Barry, I trust me, I love Barry. But boy, Matt Williams, just quiet. You never heard him say a peep. And next thing you know, he's hitting 40 jacks. Next thing you know, he's about to break Roger Maris' record, then the strike happens. Then he gets traded you know, traded around, and he finally wins his ring with the Diamondbacks. Matt Williams is one of the most underrated Giants of all time. He doesn't get talked about enough. He was on pace to break the home run record in the yep. strike year. Yep. Joe Montana. I mean, not Joe Montana. Uh, um, um, Jeff Kitt. I did like me some Jeff Kitt. Really? Yeah. I know he was a jerk. But you know <sighs> what? Jeff Kitt for five years. I mean, he should be in the Hall of Fame, FP. He should be in the Hall of Fame as a second baseman.
1: You know, it's funny because as a young player, he was such a liability defensively. He Shortstop, he would throw balls in the stands. Third base, he was brutal as a Blue Mm -hmm. Jay and as a New York Met. And then he made himself a good defender with the Giants, where you're never even talking about his defense. Yep. And his bat. Clutch. Yeah, I, I was a big. fan. So I mean, right. along I the mean, lines, we talked about I mean, the Jordan Poole punch. Barry and him didn't like each other, no, they, but they they got, they got along, but they never won a championship together. They didn't win a championship. They, they, they got close. They really. were like little kids with their egos. If oh, if, yeah. if Barry was late to stretching, Jeff had to be later. Mm-hmm. If Barry had two rows on the plane, Jeff wanted three. I mean, it was just they were like little kids. Oh my god, they're like little kids. Oh they were. <laughs> it was, no, it was amazing. So you insane. like Jeff Kent? That's a, that's an interesting. Call you know he like was super quiet, super confident. Professional, a guy that you wanted to be, you wanted him on your team, honestly. And if you were on the other team, you hated him, which is old school sports. Well, let me ask you this: Why have the Giants had him back
2: at Oracle Park, or has he been back in spring training? Because I don't see anything about Jeff Kent, and I think he needs to be honored. Honestly, I think he like they've, Sabian's finally getting into the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. Yes, which is past due, right? Sabian, is he on the Wall of Fame yet at Oracle Park? No. That's a joke. All right? That's criminal. That's absolutely criminal. One of the best GMs in that organization's history, if not the best. And he's not on the Hall of Fame yet. Three championships, multiple division titles, wire-to-wire seasons, where, of course, I know they lost to the Marlins in the first round. but So you you get what I'm saying here. We got to honor that stretch of baseball from 97 to 03 up until the championships was the best era of Giants baseball in the city of San Francisco. We're not gonna honor Jeff Kent. We're not gonna honor Brian Saviour. So hey, now you, if we want to talk Giants, we can do that. But they, they, they honestly, I'm going into the season with a fresh perspective. But everything they do now as an organization, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, why have they honored Jeff Kit?
1: If I had to guess, and knowing J.K. the way I do, he's the kind of guy that just wants to go away and that's it. He didn't want it. He didn't want any, any notoriety. He never did. Nah, he doesn't he, care about the spotlight. I know he I doesn't. I think if care. they asked him to come back, he would probably say, "I'm good." No, nah, it's, it's nothing personal. Yeah, it's just he just doesn't want. He just that that part of his life is over. He never. He's a, he's a lot like. I mean, he ate, drank, and slept baseball, but he's a lot like Anthony Rendon, where it was business, man. It was like he came in, checked in, was going to find a way to beat your ass on a daily basis. Was a good teammate. He 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 told me some things that I still that I still use as far as hitting goes with like younger players. Very intelligent, but like it, he, his priorities were his faith and his family, and baseball is probably third. But he just didn't come out and say it like Rendon did. And he actually played, and he posted, and he played hurt, and he was a gamer, and he was a guy you wanted on your side. So I get that. I get how you like them. He's yeah. a winner, man. He's a winner. He's a winning player. Absolute, absolute winner. In a day where up. we're worried about launch angles and exit right. velocities and numbers. No, Jeff Kidd just got it done. He found a way to beat
2: you. He's got it done. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing some Darren Lewis love. D. Lou on YouTube. You know what? D. Lou's a great guy. He's also a roaster. Rated to him a couple times. Really? Oh, yeah. Daryl Lewis is a great guy. We've got to get him on the show. We can get him on the show Probably this call week. call right now. Yeah, we get him on the show this week. Lou is, D. Lou's the man. I love Lewis. Lewis. Love 93 team, so special. But, no, Jeff Kenton it didn't save me not being honored. As we watch Farhan, <laughs> as we watch Farhan, like, listen, <laughs> I love Mike Kruko. I know he said, hey, the Giants you guarantee it, book it. They're going to get a start in season. We're still waiting on that star. And I know I'm getting tagged in a lot of another one bites to dust. Because that was my thing. When the Giants said, hey, we're going to go with these, get this guy. We're recruiting this guy. Another one bites to dust. Cody Bellinger, you mentioned it yesterday. It's better to play at Wrigley Field. Is that the thing? Nobody wants to play here because of the park? Do we have a park problem? Dude, it's the best
1: ballpark in baseball. So why can't we get guys here with the Giants? I don't know. It's 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 not a city thing. I think it's a, it's a philosophical thing, if, if I'm being honest. I think it's how they've gone about it in the past couple of years where you, it, it, players are smarter than ever. They're more in tune than ever. The social media aspect, they all text each other now. They bounce around more than they used to. So if you go to a place and they say you're gonna be a starting pitcher and you're a reliever, or you go to a place and they tell you you're gonna play every day and they pinch it for you in the fourth, they're all texting each other, man. They're smart. Maybe Bob Melvin changes that. Maybe Pat Burles, a hitting coach changes that. Maybe Matty Williams, your your guy coaching third base, changes that. Yeah. And now all of a sudden this is a destination for guys. But before, with the philosophy and the matchups, I don't care who you are as a player. Even if we buy into this is how we do it, you're telling me if you hit for me, Bonte, they're telling me that you're a better hitter than me. I don't care if the matchup says it or it's righty lefty or if they bring you in for me as a pitcher. My there's egos with every athlete. There's egos. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have this philosophy and it worked for 107 wins and maybe you thought you had the cheat codes when that happened. The guys, to me, it's not a city thing. It's not a ballpark thing. It's not a temperature thing. It's not. It's not. It's cold here because that has never stopped players in the past.
2: Yeah. What
1: what what I think is making them pause or think twice is how they've gone about it the last three or four years mm. with the the philosophy. And part
2: of the head of that, the head of the command, I guess, is Farhan Zaidi, right? When it comes and, and, to that philosophy, and I think
1: I think you you will see that philosophy change this year. Oh. Because it, it, I don't think there's going to be mass pinch hittings and mass platoons, and they want their starters to go deep into games. You've read about it already. They want guys to get four or five at bats. I think a guy like Michael Conforto, if they just let him play, will hit. But if you're mm. constantly looking over your shoulder, like Jonathan Kaminga was when the, you know, he heard the buzzer, I'm not coming out of the game, and you're mm-hmm. constantly like wondering right. and not knowing, right, or you do know even because. Right. You're like, hey, be ready. You guys are all going in the fourth inning today and I'm starting. dude, the, the the starting lineup when you walk into a clubhouse is is it had it used to have meaning. Like oh my I'm in the starting lineup. Like I'm playing tonight. Right. Over the last couple of years, the starting lineup is just a suggestion. <laughs> it, it, it's just a suggestion in how we're gonna start the game. But that doesn't mean you're gonna go past the fourth or fifth inning. Whether I'm the pitcher on the bottom in the 10th in the spot now because there's a DH? Or if I'm the starting left fielder, am I going to finish?
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: The game. There's certain high leverage situations in the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning that are championship innings that you have to get your best players in the best situation. So you think... But like in the 4th or 5th inning, if that's a high leverage, I just... You gotta let your guys play. And from a fan standpoint, if I wanna fall in love with a player, he's gotta be out there. He's gotta play. If I'm driving two hours of the game, I wanna see Bonte get four are you at bats. you And now I'll buy Bonte's jersey and I can fall in love with you.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Even if you're even not a be superstar. Able to, it's not uh, about superstars. Are we CV. even gonna if, are we even gonna be able to buy jerseys? Like jersey? Dwayne
1: Kuiper was my favorite player. He wasn't a superstar, right. but I got to watch him play every day. Like Will Clark was a superstar. He's one of my favorite players. And he got to play every day. Mike Aldretti was one of my favorite yeah. Giants. So just throwing random names out Mar- there. Marvin Bernard. He Marvin to play Bernard, every day. But he, he, you know, it just you saw him play and you could fall in love with him. So to me, it's not a superstar thing. Like if you if you drove two hours to see a Warriors game but, and Steph Curry but, played for a quarter, you'd but, just be like, wait, I'm but not we watching. need that it player, FP. Don't like, maybe that's a giants. bad comparison. We need like, that. It I heard player. that that sounded better in my You're brain. Right. Yeah, no, no.
2: <laughs> we need that it player because honestly, you brought up Jonathan Kabiga. What would you say he's the fifth, sixth most popular guy in the Warriors? Yeah. He's probably more popular than any giant right now. And he plays 20 minutes a
1: game. I After. would love to see him just play.
2: Right. Exactly. I he's an all-star. Brandon Pajewski. Now people know him around these streets, and they love pods, and then pods, pods jerseys selling off their hook right now. People wear pods jerseys. There's not a jersey on the Giants outside of Logan Webb because I don't want to disrespect him. Logan Webb and maybe Camillo Duvall because I do like Duval. It's about it. It's it. Like, I want to buy a Luciano jersey. I would love to say, hey, I'm rocking Marco Luciano, but I don't know what he is. I've never seen a play. <laughs> Got a small sample size. Casey Schmidt, is he a dude? Is he not? Is he going to get a chance to start a third or not? I don't know. J.D. Davis is probably going to be there. I don't know. It just feels like, Come, when we come around in June, and I don't know what this team, this team may surprise some people. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to be open-minded when it comes to the Giants, and I'm not going to sit here and say a week into the season, oh, my God, they're done, they're terrible. I'm watching Farhan and how he operates, and is the philosophy different? Are you not platooning? Are you actually getting guys five at bats? Or are you going to continue to platoon as shuttle guys in and out of Sacramento? Because remember that whole cruise patch they had on the jersey? The cruise patch, it should have been an Amtrak patch, because there were shuttle of guys left to right, up and down Sacramento. It's like, what are you doing? Guy comes five at bats one day, and then boom, you're in Sacramento the next night. What are we like? What is, what is that philosophy going to be? So I I I'll be intrigued to see it, man. Because I'm honestly, I'm out off our hot FP. I'll just say it. I'm out on him in the philosophy. I don't believe in it. I don't like it. I don't think he's good at his job. But maybe he proves me wrong this season. But I, I just, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of where the Giants are at right now.
1: I, I think you can get so caught up in matchups and putting yourself in situations to succeed from a mathematical, analytical standpoint that you can forget that there's human beings inside that uniform. And I think that's something I'm hopefully looking right. to see change this year. Yeah,
2: that's that's a good point.
1: And, and, and I'm open to that. I'm open to seeing people evolve and to see people change and to see people maybe get another chance. So... If if it's the all-star break, Bonte, and you're still seeing the same things and the team isn't succeeding, I think you have more of a baseball guy at the helm now in Bob Melvin that's managed a lot and has a great great feel for the game and there'd be a marriage between the two. And I think you have to have a marriage between the two to be successful in any sport now, whether it's football analytics, basketball analytics, baseball analytics, there has to be a combination of the two. But I, I'm I you know, I I'm with you. I, I wanna see not just I, I'm not old fashioned. Get off my lawn. Screw analytics. But like, you have to remember that there's human beings in those jerseys, yeah. and that to me, that's the most important thing. Because if you care about the people more than you care about the matchup, yep. if you treat people like chess pieces, they're going to act like chess pieces. So I'm hoping that that there's a little bit of an adjustment, and I think there has to be. I really do. I hope so. I hope so. We're seeing them with the Warriors now, right? With some of these young guys. All the successful teams in baseball, the best teams in baseball, adhere to analytics, but they also adhere to people. Right. The human element. The human element is huge. Not robots. And I'm not saying they treat people poorly. They might treat the Giants players too good at times. It's like the four seasons, man. They got they got everything at their well, disposal. You know they got I, they got everything there. I, they I, need. I hate
2: to do this. I hate to do this now. Now you got you're starting to work me up a little bit. Because of what you just said, the whole four seasons.
1: They, they treat those guys so well. Yeah, I know, man. They like, do. like Whatever we, you need. First
2: of all, we ruined the cream jerseys because of these guys. Because nobody knew who the players were. So let's slap names on the back of the cream jerseys. No, you, you blew the jersey. Those jerseys deserve no names on them. We had our Yankee jersey. We had our Red Sox jersey. You know what I'm saying? We They were iconic. No names. Well, people come to the park, they don't know who these players are. There's a scoreboard. There's a cell phone. There's a box score. It's not that hard to figure out who's who in right field. Don't give me this crap about – and they try to do that because it was a money grab, in my opinion. And you can't make any money because nobody knows these players. These players aren't good enough. So, uh, I mean, you imagine that. Like, guys like Austin Slater. Austin Slater's a nice guy. These guys getting treated like they're at the Four Seasons. Well, that's every team, though. That's every, yeah, that's, every that's A team lot now. of teams. The hell. That's just Sometimes the way it maybe is. Maybe we need to scale back and say, you know what? The hell to four seasons. Sit at the day's end. No, dude. No. They just never sign anybody ever. <laughs> I know. You're not doing it anyway. The first
1: thing that happens when free agency, and and I think it happens in all sports, is you just say like, how do they how do they treat the families? Because the families yeah. make these decisions. The families, shoot the families. The swag. wives they are do. in on all of these decisions. But listen, they, they've they got some more swagger. On this and team. nobody treats their players better than the Giants, even the Yankees. Like, the, trust yeah. me. Listen, though, I do like to swagger with Soler.
2: I like to swagger with Doval. I've been screaming kicking and screaming. I need swag. I need somebody pipping home runs. I need earrings in the ear. I need big Jesus pieces in the earlobes. You I want need, emotion. I need hats to the side. You want emotion. I want something. You want passion. Get me to the yard again. Get me to the yard. Make me want to go to a baseball. Ed and I drove by Oracle Park yesterday. And she goes, oh, I'm excited about baseball season. I'm like, really? I Well, I'm excited about baseball, but I'm looking at that park and I'm looking at that team and I'm saying, they got to make me want to come to the yard. Make me want to get down there. And what would do that? some flair, some swagger, playing like a professional baseball team, not platooning left and right, not, you know, hey, Alex Woods, you're going to play three innings, or you got the opener for five straight days or whatever it is. You know, you're going opener, opener, starter for a game, then you go opener, starter. Like, I, I need to just see it change. I need to see it. Now, I would like to see I saw one half of the change last year with the manager, but I thought they should have blown out the president of baseball operations. I thought it was the perfect opportunity to bring in somebody new to run this team and try to build on whatever they have here in San Francisco. But see how far hot here? He survived. So my eyes are on him. What is his philosophy now? Are you going to be able to get players? Are you going to be able to make the big trade? Because as this roster stands right now, and I'm not going to – I don't care about spring training. I don't care if they scored zero runs. I don't care if they scored nine FP. I don't give a damn about spring training. But this offseason left a lot to be desired. It came up short again on some key figures. And Jung-Hoo Lee, like I know we're all happy about Jung-Hoo Lee, but I, I talked to you off here. I, every baseball player I talk to or baseball professional I talk to, with the KBO, the Korean baseball, oh, it's like triple A. Maybe with double A. That doesn't make me feel good about Jung-Hoo Lee. <laughs> What's he going to do when he sees Major League Pitching for the first time? What if he bobs? This guy just got $100 million. We didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> it came gave, gave Jung-Hoo Lee $100 million. We're going know who he is. So I I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm trying to be optimistic about the Giants. But to me, it's all about Farhan and what he does. Jung-Hoo Lee is in the lineup
0: today, batting leadoff. There it is. Want something to be excited about
1: what what I will say, Bonte, is your take? What everything you said right now is what I'm hearing from all my friends. Yep. I mean, I grew up here. I grew up a Giants fan. I've, I've been a Giants fan longer than all the other stuff. Yep. And, and I hear that from exactly what you said verbatim from all my friends, and maybe even family members. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and they just it it, it and. It, the, the one thing I will say, too, and maybe this is an era thing, when they had Mike Murphy's Wall of Fame ceremony last year that I was so lucky enough to yeah. be invited to, we were all in a room together. All the giants from the, the 50s, nope. the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, I was like a little kid in there. Guys I grew up rooting for. I'm like, oh, my God. And I wasn't running around being a fanboy. I was just soaking it all in. I didn't hear one time that day, one person, we all talked, we're all baseball people, there wasn't one guy that said I love what's going on right now. Oh. Oh, I heard that. And about these are that. from the ex-Giants. These are people that but and it could be a generational thing and right. you know th- a lot of the the old school baseball really hasn't come around to this this analytic age with with mm-hmm. you know guys that have never played coaching, well, guys that have never played in the front office, guys that have never scouted in the front office. Like there's there's a lot of animosity between the old school and new school and I think that happens in any sport, right? Like, our era was the best era, and now the game has changed, and if I played now, and you kind of hear that. But there, there wasn't, and this was like two days of celebration for Mike Murphy, who's the greatest clubhouse guy in the history of the world, uh, actually called me yesterday out of the clear blue and made my day, and we talked oh, wow. for a while. Wow. We talked about Willie Mays. At, we talked look about look a lot of cool Nate things. Trump, look at that Look at that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Damn. Uh, and it did, made, made my day because he's the best. <laughs> It, but th- those two days that we celebrated last year was—you have like reunions with the '90s team, mm-hmm. or the '2000 team, and the '2010 and, and team. But this was every era of Giants baseball, all in the same room together. Like you just don't do that in organizations. And they're all
2: like, "We don't like what's going on here."
1: Yeah, there wasn't one person that said, "I love, I love what's going on here." You know, I, I just FP with this it's ballpark. It's the truth. I'm speaking the truth. I, yeah, no, you are I'm not speaking trying the to truth. crush anybody. Right. I'm just being honest. No,
2: you you are being honest, and it's the truth. It is the truth. So I hear the same things. No that, speed? Do, like, do they have speed this year? Is there any speed with this lineup? That Jung Hu. Jung hoo he can fly. All right, we're we'll gonna see. I'm, I'm excited to Luciano see. Luciano can run. Casey right. Schmidt can run a little bit. Give me some speed. Give me some guys who can go gap the gap. You know, Tyro can run. Tyro can run a little bit. There's no doubt. There's
1: no doubt. Patrick Bailey, for a catcher, can run a little bit. Well, can he run now? Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard from people that those wait, photos, he, he looks, I, I watched the game the other day. He right. looks fine. He looks fine. Yeah, right. he looks fine. All
2: right. All right.
1: Yeah, he, he, he looks, I'm not just saying that. I, I was worried those, when I oh. saw that picture you're talking about too. <laughs> I watched the game. He looks, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. We're good. All 25 right. pounds a lot, but it's not It's not a bad 25 like that picture showed right, me. Right, 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 so right. So maybe right. we jump to some conclusions. 25. Is Pablo it, it making is this healthy. roster? I don't think so. Yeah. It's just good to have him around, though, to be a mentor to yeah. the younger players, to yeah. look at the past and see what what Giants baseball used to be and what it could be again. Giants baseball, if. If I'm the Giants and I think they're doing this, I bring my past and it's everywhere. Well they need camp. to do that. You just well, I want but you wa- know, I want walking legends walking around. You know I want Barry there. I want Jeff Ken. I want Tim Lincecum. I want Brian Wilson. I However, want these guys leaning on fungos doing this. absolutely nothing except for being a resource. Let me ask you this. Last year, if I, I heard this, I don't know if it's true.
2: But you know in the clubhouse they have all of like the NLS divisional titles and they've got the World Series titles. That's true. Did they get like get rid of all that stuff? Yeah. Why? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Why, why, I
2: don't know. Why? Why would wh- whoever made that decision? Why the hell? And this is what I'm talking about, folks. So like when you go to the Warriors' practice facility, you see all the legends up there: Mully, Wilt, Al Adels, Nate Thurman, Rick Barry, Clifford Ray, Kevin Durant, Curry, all that stuff. You see all the championship betters right? You, you used to go to Giants' clubhouse. You see like the in in O. S. Chaps.
0: Yeah, they still have those. You sure? Yeah, I know when I was in there last year, like up on the wall, like above right. the lockers. Yeah, it's, they have the on the one side they have the championships, on the other side they have the uh the division ones. Now if they have okay. like now I don't know like but in past years if they had like pictures and stuff, like you know, big giant okay. pictures of like moments like that. Oh god. Gotcha. I'd say that, but like, no, they have pennants in there that says, you know, twenty ten, twelve, All right. fourteen champions. Right. So they I, have those
2: I, I heard they got rid of those. So I that's good. Cause that's erasing the, the pass. And when I bring in giants here and I hey, you want to be a giant. I want that history displayed. I want it displayed. I want the. I, maze, I think the pictures were taken
1: down, Bonte, but I, I, I think okay. they're going to be back up.
2: All right, that's good. That's good. All right, that's good.
1: To me, that's I don't know. Some people probably had a problem with it. I whatever. If you want to have your time now, I get that. Yeah, I want to see them embrace the past, though. This is what it's I, I, about. I do too. I think this it's is a, what it's about. I think it's a tremendous resource. Right, like when I go to New Yankee
2: Stadium and I see the photos of. Babe Ruth at Italian restaurants and Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio. I'm like, man, that's that's Yankee baseball. That's that's baseball right there. Yogi Berra. And I actually just watched the Doc for the third time, the Yogi Berra doc. Fascinating. Did not know he was that much of a winner.
1: Dude, his his reputation as being like his quotes it, it, superseded the fact he's one of the greatest catchers to ever play the game. Ever play. One of the
2: yeah. gra- I think he's one of the greatest baseball players. I yeah. think he's the top 25 baseball player of all time. You think about the championships, the MVPs? Anyway, Try's baseball. Chuck Lee in a leadoff spot today. Maybe I'll watch. What time's that game? I watched o'clock?
1: yesterday. I watched him score nine runs oh, yesterday, man. but give up eleven. This typical like oh. Scottsdale spring training game. Come on. FP. How I watched laughable. Jorge Soler get two base hits a- a- F- yesterday. F- he looks good in the uni, number right. two. Right. A- FP. Go get laughable. your number two Jorge Soler how- jersey right
2: how- now. He how- looks good. How laughable is it? that people have takes about spring training games. Like legit takes like, ah, offense looks anemic. Ah, the pitching's not getting deep into the game. It's spring training. <laughs> you got to be a sicko to break down spring training games. Or any preseason game, or any exhibition game.
1: Well, I mean, I love that you're passionate about baseball right out of the gate, but if you're judging a team based on two or three spring training games, you're really... Telling people you don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, I
0: agree. I agree. Or you're just looking for reasons to be angry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. That's one thing that I promise you. I vowed to do this. FP and Lutman. I'm going into the Giants season open minded. Same. Open minded. I'm not predicting wins. I'm not predicting losses. I'm not saying this guy sucks. I'm going in
1: open minded. I just know how much can happen over the course of six months or seven months. Yep. And what you think is going to happen never happens. Never goes the way you think it's gonna go ever. The mosaic. You just don't know. That, that's yeah. why you gotta go into the season open minded and see yep. if things change. I think they're gonna change. I'm not saying wins and losses. I'm not saying World Series or playoffs. I just think you're gonna see a a, a more a more palatable, yeah, likable. Maybe even wrap your arms around brand of baseball that you seen I, in the past couple. I, I, of years.
2: I desperately need
1: that. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and predict. I don't predict. I'm not going to uh, say that they're going to win. And you got to love this. I'm not, I, my credibility is at stake. I have right. to be honest. No, but I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna like what you see because more you know
2: than what. I hope so, FP. Yeah,
1: because I'll be truthful. You're not going to see like, oh my god, what are
2: Look, we doing? I told you I love baseball, but when it came to Giants baseball, they had sucked every ounce of emotion out of my body last year because of the way they played. Because of the things they said, because of the way they acted, I just was out on it. I was like, I can't. I come on, like, this ain't Giants baseball. This isn't it. And, then, and the finger pointing, and everything like that. What is Giants baseball? Giants baseball is a melting pot of a who's who. You got your Felipe Alus, you got your Alu brothers, you got your Mays, you got your McCovey, you got your Marischal's, You got a who's who. You got the diverse clubhouse right there. You got a diverse clubhouse with a little bit of power, some speed, personalities. Giants baseball is this community. Like it was a thing. Like Giants and Niners were 1A and 1B. Now the Warriors are taking that shine. There's no doubt the Warriors have stolen that shine. And they're on par with the 49ers when it comes to championships and Q rating and all that stuff. Giants used to be there. Giants was community. Giants was a diverse group, a melting pot of a who's who that brought everybody out to the yard. Whether it's Latins or Asians or blacks or whites, it did not matter. That was Giants baseball. We need a little more swagger, a little more diversity. We need a little more personalities on this baseball team. Make me love you again. I want to love the Giants again, FP. I do. Make me love you. I just doubt it's going to happen with
1: Farhan idea. You guys cut that and put it on Twitter? That was outstanding. That's a great... Make me love you! No, just the whole diversity thing and what Giants baseball is to Bonte. That's that's beautiful, Seriously, but
2: I I want to love them again, FP. I do. And right now, I don't love them. And I have my doubts that I'm going to ever love them as long as Farhan is running the show. All right, real quick, injury report.
1: It's time for the injury report. It really hurts! To you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All
2: right, we're gonna get back into the Warriors. Tim Kavakami is gonna join us at 8:30, 8:30. We'll get a let we're gonna get a fill in the Oakland A's and what the hell is going on with them with KC Pratt from ABC 7 at 9:30. But CP3 is back. He is back. Shams Charania, Anthony Slater announced yesterday that Chris Paul Wilson up for the Go-To-State Warriors today against the Wizards. What will his role be? We're all waiting to see. He's been out since January 5th with a fracture in his left hand. But head coach Steve Kerr said the plan for now is for Chris Paul to play in the non-Steph Curry minutes. All right, let's get into the Warriors and Wizards. Stephen Curry, Draymond Green and Jordan pulls on corner Does that mean anything to anybody? I do want to get into conversation with Jordan Poole. What the hell's gone on with him? The injury report brought to you by Boxer Gers and Gerza, Northern California's Premier Workers Compensation Law Firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up in a game brought to you by Fremont Bank, Full Service Banking, no compromises. More of your phone calls, 888-957-9570. Draymond back on the floor with Jordan Poole in obviously uniforms. It's
0: going to be something to see. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv.